0: I've been alive since
1: 1972.
0: You think I'm kidding. Yeah. November 1972, went to a meeting, walked an aisle, prayed a prayer, received Jesus, became a new creature in Christ. I became a new creature in Christ. Old things passed away. All things became new. God put my sins in the sea of forgetfulness and put up a sign and said, no fishing separated my sins from me as far as the East is from the West. You know, you can go North and eventually you're going to go South, but you can go East and you can just keep going East and East and East and East or West and West. and You're never going to East and West are never going to meet. That's why he took that direction. That's how far my sins are from me. I became a new creature redeemed. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. So I'm almost 40 years old hallelujah though the outward man's getting a little older the inward man is renewed day by day something on the inside working on the outside oh what a change in my life hallelujah my inward man's getting charged every day radiating out into my body <laughs> hallelujah glory to God hallelujah glory to God I'm so glad I'm so glad that old man died. He deserved to. So glad he died. and We got to start all over again. It's no longer I that live, but Christ that lives within me. The life I now live, I live by the faith of the son of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Love me and gave himself for me. New creature in Christ. I'm so glad. Don't let anybody drag you through your past. Oh, I need to get my memories healed. Yeah, I know you probably got upset when the doctor slapped you when you were born. You know, but get over it. Don't go. Don't let folks drag you through your past. Get your little memories healed.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's
0: right. What do you mean inner healing? My innards don't need healing. They're new. Paul never said you who were sick in your trespasses and sins hath he healed. He said you who were dead in your trespassing sins has he quickened, made alive Man, you, don't, you, don't, you can't be spiritually healed you can't heal something that's dead, you've got to resurrect it and once it's resurrected you don't need to get it healed you may need your mind renewed and your body healed and strengthened but your inward man is <laughs> yeah. strong and well I'm trying to help somebody oh yeah, somebody wants to take me back don't, don't ever go back beyond where you were saved Never. no. Right. Don't go back beyond that. You're out beyond, You're out beyond God's territory. He doesn't remember you back then. Yeah. Oh, you're going to take me way back to when I was a child. Well, don't go back beyond where you were saved. Because I said, once you got saved, you became a new creature in Christ. Yeah. You go back beyond that. You're out beyond God. God's territory over in the devil's. And you'll get slapped around. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Glory to God. Well, we're going to have fun tonight. Yeah. Lock the doors. We're just getting stuck. <laughs> Just getting started. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Every now and then you get a wave of, you know, spiritual goofiness coming around. And there was no, absolutely no scriptural basis for it. Yeah, but I've seen it work. I've seen the devil work, but me, I'm going to follow him. Hallelujah. You're all getting quiet on me now. This is not part of my message. Don't take it off my preaching time. Hallelujah. You know, if we just stick with the scriptures, you know, I'll let you sit down in a minute. Just stay with me here. Hallelujah. Just if we just stay with the the Bible. Oh, there's a novel idea. If We just stick with the scriptures. You know, I'm going to land on. I'll, I'll put the other foot on this for a minute. You know, you never see Peter, James, John, Paul, Timothy, Titus. You never find you never find any of them taking people and dragging them back through their past to fix their present. Jesus said, "The Spirit of the Lord's upon me because He's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, sent me to heal the brokenhearted. He didn't heal them by taking them back. He healed them by putting the present of the 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 power of God on them presently. The anointing will do that. Hallelujah! The anointing will do that." The anointing will do in 10 seconds what you can't do in 10 years of dragging your body back there. <laughs> and let me while I'm on it. While I'm on it. Do you know? Do you know in the scriptures? You'll never find anybody starting in the book of Acts on through Revelation, you never find anybody casting devils out of Christians. No. I challenge you to show me an example. Well, yeah, but I know places they do that. Oh, they take make-believe devils and cast them out of people. If they ever, ra- <laughs> if they ever ran across a real demon, they'd make a new door somewhere in the wall back there.
1: <laughs> Just,
0: it's okay. I'm only here one night. Okay? <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, don't you, believe the Christ- don't you believe a Christian can have trouble with the devil? Well, if you, if you haven't, you ain't been around very long. But you don't find casting them out. You find Paul teaching the believers authority. So instead of casting them out, you just take authority over them and run them out of your life. Just stomp your foot and say scat. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, anyway. (laughs) Anyway. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 (laughs) Praise God. It's so good to be here. At least I'm glad I'm here. It's good to be here. <laughs> you know, we, we thank God for friends. You know, it's, it's, um, <laughs> we thank, we thank God for Holy ghost connections. And you know, there i, I I'm, I am pumped this week. We've been to three churches in California. And God's doing things. Now, there's a whole lot more, I know that, but we've had the opportunity in four days to be in three churches in California, and God's doing some things. He's raising up bases. Got them raised up, but I'm telling you what, they're getting a the root system down where it doesn't matter what wind blows or what storm comes along, they're going to stay steady and stalwart and going to get their job done. Going to be prayer bases, power bases, dominion bases, Bible bases, missions, world outreach bases. Hallelujah, and it works because all of us really, you know, like your pastors here. I, I, you know, I, I believe one of the reasons we've been able to hang around for that's a long time. And these two are like Holy Ghost drinking buddies. You don't—it's dangerous to get them in the same service. So, hang on. Put, when you sit down, put your seatbelt on because there's just no telling what's going to happen here tonight. But, but you know, the thing is, we're all—we all got cut out of the same mold. Yeah. I don't mean we're moldy. I said we all got cut out of the same mold. God gave us the privilege because we go back so far. Age does have some benefits. We go back so far. We all got cut out of the mold from dad Hagan, Reverend Kenneth E. Hagan. He's been in heaven for nine years now, but before he did, he planted some stuff in some folks. Hallelujah. No, we didn't get his mantle. Nobody could wear that thing. Anyway, that was bigger than any human. I know on earth. But we got stuff from him. You know, you go back through the scriptures. Elisha didn't get, he didn't walk in the prophet's office because he followed Elijah. He had that call on him. God had called him to take that place. But he got an increase in the anointing on his life because he stuck with, with Elijah for a while. You don't get the gift by sticking around. You get an increase by sticking around. You don't get somebody's gift by putting an offering into the plate in their offering. You know, you're not going to give to an apostle and become one. Not going to give to a prophet and become one. Brother Hagin used to say if people knew what a prophet was, nobody would want to be one. It's not just running into a meeting and giving everybody a pretty word. (laughs) (laughs) No, but you hang around by the Holy Ghost and God will increase things. And we had the privilege. We got cut out of the same mold. That's why we just can't do anything but stick with the Bible. That's what we grew up with. That's why we love the move and flow of the Holy Ghost. That's what we grew up with. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Love the world. That's what we grew up with. Hallelujah. Praise God. Anyway, we just love your pastors. You, you know, God said, I'll give you pastors after my own heart. He, that's what He's given you. Yes. Hallelujah. Make sure you remember that honor. Him. This is Pastor Appreciation Month. Did anybody know that? I'm serious. Serious, did it? How many knew that? Five hands. I'm telling you what? And it ought to be 365 days a year. But this, uh, this is, pe- is a pest appreciation week or month? Month. 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 <laughs> month, Yo, You ought to just let them know you love them. Go get a nice yeah. card sent it to them. Let them know you love them. Just let you know. Let, they didn't tell me to say this. <laughs> the more you appreciate them, the more you get out of them. Yes. Yes. The yes. more you know them after the spirit, the more you get out of what's in their spirit. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So hallelujah. Everybody reach hands out and say, we love you. We love you. Oh, say it in faith now. We lo- <laughs> Go ahead and be seated. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I, you know, I just love stepping into a, a, a church. Thank God for the local church. Thank God for the local church. Amen. You know, for the last hundred years or so, Pretty much everything God has wanted to do when he's trying to to break a fresh wave on the body of Christ, whether it be the healing revival, the Pentecostal outpouring of Azusa Street or whatever, pretty much everything God's done the past hundred years, he's had to go outside the church to do it. He's had to go to a conference center, a meeting hall, a hotel meeting room, a, a tent. He's always had to go out because the church, we were so stuck in our, set in our ways. Okay? We were in ruts. Ruts, nothing but a grave with both ends kicked out of it. And we got into our ruts. We, we, I said we, 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 the church, the church world. And so anytime God wanted to do something, he'd have to go out in the middle of a field somewhere, out in a tent or a conference hall or a meeting room. And somebody said, I thought this was a Holy Ghost meeting. Trust me, it is. Holy Ghost meeting isn't just where you run and dance. It's where you follow the Holy Ghost. And then you end up running and dancing. So if that's what you came for, hang on. We're not done yet. But, um, but, uh. No, but, but, you know, for years, when it came to, uh, you know, really, God had to move outside the church world. When it came to uh, Azusa, you know, God really had to take Brother Seymour and Brother Frank Bartleman and really take them outside the church world because the church wasn't moving that direction. Came to the healing revival, man, everything had to go out and get into tents and so on. And, and when charismatic move, because no matter what's going on now, God begins to do something, you know, fresh within the boundaries of the Bible. Yeah. If it isn't in the Bible, it's not God, okay? Uh, not scripturally sound. Oh, we could romp and stomp all over creation right here, but we won't. But he, uh, you know, but but then we don't you know, come to the charismatic movement. Man, everything was in, you know, uh, everything went into, you know, home groups and all. Everything went like that. Well, it's fine because the church wouldn't go along with it. But it's a new day. God's raised up churches with pastors after His own heart. He's raised up churches that love the Word and the flow of the Holy Ghost. This is the day. You trust Trust my word. This is, this is the day of the local church. Amen. Everything God does. I'm convinced. Everything God does. Somebody goes, well, how do I know if you're right? Well, just hide and watch. Right. Even better, pray and watch. Come on. And if I'm wrong, you come see me over in heaven after the rapture, and I'll repent to you over there. Because there you'll walk in love and you'll let me repent. But anyway. <laughs> huh. But... um. No, it's uh, from here on out, everything God does, it's going to take place in and through and out from the local church. It is. And so God's raising up, you know, again, Brother Hagan. walked in the prophet's office. There is a real prophet. Then there's some non-prophets out there. But there's, you know, there's real prophets. And, uh. But before he left and went to heaven, for a number of years, he'd get up by the Holy Ghost. He'd say, you know what God's doing today? Well, people come up with all kinds of crazy things they thought God was doing. If it's not in the Bible, it's not God doing it. But he'd say, you know what God's doing today? He's building strong local churches that know how to flow with the Holy Ghost. He kept saying that until the day he went over to heaven. But he didn't change it before he left. And God hasn't changed. And that's what he's doing today. So thank God for strong local churches that know how to flow with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. This is one of them. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, let's lift our hands and thank God for his goodness. We, we spent years, um, I say we, I, spent years, you know, we'd have a healing service and, and we'd just line everybody up that had needed healing in their bodies and lay hands on them. And that was correct. That's right. But I know God's been really uh, dealing with me over the past, actually a couple of years, been dealing with me that, that really to get some results, we're going to have to take a little more time. And, uh, and, and I mean, one of the gifts back there—nine gifts of the Spirit—in First Corinthians, the twelfth chapter. You know, it's it's a special faith, gifts of healings, and working of miracles. Isn't it interesting how he said not just miracles, but working of miracles? Sometimes you gotta work with it a little bit, yeah. and it's worth some time. Hallelujah! How you doing back there, man? How you doing? You doing good? Glory! Hallelujah! Praise God! Hallelujah! I just, I'm looking for service as one, we'll just start getting some major miracles and folks will get healed and they'll go, wait, I got a neighbor that's got something, let me go get them and and they'll go get them and come back and we'll start round two. Just have some all night healing meetings. I'll tell you, as long as people are getting miracles, folks will stay, kind of like that fellow that fell out of the window when Paul was preaching a long time. Paul went and raised him from the dead, and they stayed till morning. You get people raised in the dead in services, people stay till morning. Yeah, yeah, so. now, 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 let me ask you this. Sometimes it's a little um, stronger than others, but it seems to me that there's, there is a lady here that, that uh, something happened in, in, uh, during childbirth. Uh, I don't know if it was a nerve pinched or something, but it's left you with, with uh, pain ever since then. Ever since childbirth, well, I don't know whether it was a nerve that got pinched and it gives you pain on a regular basis, gives you discomfort, but there's a lady here somewhere, it, I, I could be wrong, but it seems real strongly to me that there's somebody here that there is there's some kind of discomfort, pain in your body, it's a result of giving birth to a child, one of your children. And uh, I don't know what that is, but you can get rid of that. Yeah. Is that somebody here? Is that you? Is it a pinched nerve? What? what Whoa! There it is, right there. There it is, right there. He's working on you right now. Hallelujah! The presence of God's getting all over you, ma'am. Yeah, that sciatic nerve. You go, there There's something working in your back. Can you tell that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is, right there. Hallelujah! Oh yeah, no more trouble with that. Yeah. Yeah, he's working, he's, he's, you know, the chiropractors are good, but the Holy Ghost is the best. One treatment gets the job done. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And you know, we don't have to see him and probably won't most of the time, but God's going to be using a lot of angels working in a lot of healings in services in not only now, but in the days to come, sometimes folks will see him sometimes. I mean, we're over in uh, uh, Poland. And uh, doing a meeting over there. And uh, I mean, just getting ready to minister. And the Spirit of God spoke to me. and said, I'm going to be working with, I'm going to have angels working with you tonight in service. I said, Oh, great. Praise God. Now, angels don't heal. Jesus is the healer. Yeah. Angels are messengers. What do messengers do? They deliver things. Yes. Angels can deliver healing from the throne of God to somebody on earth that needs it. They don't heal bodies, they just bring them. Somebody goes, Do well, you have an example of that? Fifth chapter of John's Gospel. Now, there is in Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. In these five porches lay a great multitude of impotent folk, blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. For at a certain season, an angel would come down and trouble the waters. Yeah. Whosoever then first stepped in was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. It didn't say the angels heal him, the angel just came down and delivered a healing yeah. into the waters, and then whoever got in first got healed. And they didn't worship the angels. They didn't try to get their name, address, telephone number, and social security number. They didn't get, they didn't, they didn't get over into angel worship. Jesus is the healer. Angels are just one of the means that God delivers. through. So, you know, as we start having these things happen, people are going to see angels in services. Well, that's not time to start worshiping the angels. That's time to start thanking Jesus that he had some delivery boys coming. Hallelujah. How are you doing over here? You're doing good. Was it painful today? Where's all? The, where's the pain right now? Stand right up again just for a minute. There's no pain. Can you move around? All the pain's gone? Pardon? It was on, my left side. It was on your left side. And, and there's no pain there at all? No pain at all. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now somebody else is... You, you, have, you have suffered with real bad sinus issues, for, for actually for years. Sinus headaches, sinus, just sinus issues, I would call it. You've had a lot of difficulty with that, and it's not just in the past week or so. This has been ongoing for years in your life, been sinus issues. And, uh, I mean, it, it's painful, it's uncomfortable, it gives you a lot of difficulty. And you've, you've just, actually, you've been so, it's been so long, you've just def- decided you're probably going to have to live with it. Who is that? Wave your hand at me. Is that you? And you all stand up. Hallelujah. See, thing. God may be wanting to get to one, but it belongs to everybody. Hallelujah. 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 Just, reach, just lift your hands up. Okay. Glory Hallelujah. to God. Hallelujah. There you go. Hallelujah. There it is right there. Hallelujah. There it is right there. And I curse that condition. Hallelujah. From the very root, from the very source. I command it to cease, desist, disappear, dissipate, stop. Stop existing. There it is. It's on you right now. Something's happening. It's happening right now. Have you have you dealt with that for a long time? Years, years. Something. Yeah. Now all of you got your healing. Every one of you. Just start. Just. just I mean, just let it work on you right now. Every one of you got it because Jesus bought and paid for your healing. He paid the price. He's wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities, chastised for our peace, and with his stripes we're healed. But you're the one he's wanting to get to right there. Hallelujah. Check it again. I mean, tell me, his, what's going on? You're breathing. Yeah. Yeah, I, know. I understand. I understand. Hallelujah. I'm glad you came to church. Hallelujah. Now, all of you check back there. Check back there. Hallelujah. That's never coming back. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God! Check it out. Hallelujah! How you doing over here? Good. How about you, sir? Good. All right. How about you? Glory to God. How you doing over here? Is it good? You can breathe. Yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah. Just open right up. Glower. How about you, man? Pardon? It's opening up. It's opening up. Yeah. Hallelujah. God's no respecter of persons. He may be aiming for one, but he spreads it out to everybody. Hallelujah. Oh we can just we could just kind of keep working with this all night. This place there, there's just healing in the house. this you know get, get used to it, get used to it. I know you've got healings and I know you've got miracles, but there's a stepping up in the works. You mark my words, there's an increase coming. Hallelujah. I tell you I want our church to, I want our parking lot to be a cancer-free zone. I'm, I'm longing for people to say, man, I drove on the property and tumors dissolved and cancer left. And I'm looking for that. Hallelujah. I, I'm, I'm expecting people to start getting healed before they can get to their seat. Visitors to come in. Yeah, I'm telling you, word will get around. They'll be bringing people out of hospitals, checking them out for a day. Never need to check them back in. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well man, there's just there's more. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Somebody there there's actually actually you must have had it diagnosed because it's not just I'm not talking a nervous condition, but there is a disease in your nerves. There's something that's happened in your nerves. And it even seems to be maybe like the maybe the nerve endings. And it gives you a lot of discomfort. Um, but there's something that's that's attacked your, your the nerves in your body. Uh, you know your muscles can be attacked. You know your your circulatory system can be attacked, but your nerves. And uh, you must know what that is. There must have been some kind of di- kind of a diagnosis because it seems to me you know what it is. Who is that? Is that you? Are you getting an overhaul tonight? Are you? It's the nerves. Like, ner- is it nerve endings or is it? Uh-huh. You got nerve damage. Whoa. Just go ahead and stand up if you can. I know you can. Now let that come on you. There it is right there. Oh, total restoration. All through your nerve all through your nervous system. All through your nervous system. There you go. There you go. Something's starting to happen already. It's already starting to happen. I don't know that it's all instant, but you're starting to sense a change already. Is that right? Something's happening. Check something out. Just, ch- just check out one part. We'll just check out where... You, you, you haven't felt your toes in a long time, but you can right now. Nerves are getting all reconnected. Just let that work on you for a few minutes. Hallelujah. There, it's going to keep working on you for a while. Actually, all through the service, you 're just going to keep having sensing more things where it gets all reconnected, and you 'll be whole by the time you leave the building. Hallelujah, glory to God, glory to God, hallelujah, praise God, hallelujah, hallelujah, glory to God. Now, just one other thing, as far as I know, and then we'll we'll move on. Um, somebody else has had a uh, you 've been having uh, what I'd call choking spells. And it's just all of a sudden. There's just a choking spell. I don't know what causes it. Don't know anything else. Just know what it is. And uh, there's just been some choking spells. Scare the daylights out of you. Is that you, ma'am? It just kind of hits at times. And yeah, just lift your hands up. Now I curse whatever that is. I command that to cease and desist. Leave your bo- leave your body. Now all through, all through, all through the neck, the throat, hallelujah, all down through, all down through your digestive system, all in that throat area, in Jesus' name, I command healing to flow into your body, in the name of Jesus, I I curse that condition, whatever's caused that, I command it to stop now, Father, we together as a church, we we stand with her, we we grab hold of that, and we, we trust you, Father, for a miracle taking place in her body, in Jesus name hallelujah not during the day not during the night glory to God thank you you whip the devil and put him to flight thank you Lord Jesus glory 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 hallelujah was there somebody else you have had hallelujah in the in the name oh my oh in the in the in the <laughs> in the name in the name in the name, in the name. In the name. In the name. In the name, in the name, in the name, in the name, in fire. Oh, oh my, that's strong. If you need something, just reach out and take it right now. It's like fire in the room, in the room. Woo, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, in the name, in the name above every name, glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, thank God for the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Wow, that's just like lightning's going through you. Man. Whoa. Hallelujah. Glory to God you get these wild-eyed Pentecostals connected to the lightning of God, something's going to give. I'll guarantee you that. <laughs> Hallelujah. Woo. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Man, I'll tell you, that's good enough in the room. Did you notice? I haven't really laid hands on anybody yet. Except Brother David over here for a minute ago. Give him a double dose. But if you notice, why? Because it's in the room. It's not just on me. See, if it's just on me, it'd leave when I leave. It's in the room. It's in the house. What's that song? There's a healer in the house today. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And he's God's cranking up the power. Hallelujah. God wants everybody. Well, Jesus purchased healing for everybody. But we're having to learn to cooperate with him. So as we learn to cooperate with him, he's able to crank the power up. Kind of like a big old rheostat. He's able to crank the power up. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 We're just going to just settle in here for a minute. Let's just linger in his presence for a minute. Glory to God. Hallelujah. There's a lady, you've been having some difficulty in the abdominal area, in the female organ area. Seems to me maybe there's a cyst in there that's been giving you a lot of trouble. I don't think it's a cancer, but it's a cyst that's been giving you a lot of trouble. Well, you just watch. That thing's going to start shrinking more and more and more and more and more until it's just going, going, gone. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Just lumps and growths. There's a lady, there's a, there's a lump in the area of the breast. You're going to notice by the time you get home, things are going to start softening up and it's going to start dissolving. Leaving your body in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Somebody else? The only way I can describe it is what I, what I have been told. These uh, 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 I think they call them mini strokes. Where, where, where all of a sudden your, your mind you're just, it, you're just going along and all of a sudden It's like you can't put the dots together And, and it's like uh, But then it goes away and you're okay But then it's hit maybe I don't know how many times But there are these things that have been hidden And all of a sudden it's like your mind just gets confused And, and it just and, and then all of a sudden a little while later it just lifts And it's gone and you're fine after that uh, Who is that? Wave your hand at me Is that you man? Does that describe it? Okay. Okay. Still got after effects of that? Okay. How about you? Same. Several of those. They they call them mini strokes. I don't know what the medical terminology is. Well, both. There you go. Both of you right now. In the name. In the name. In the name. You two ladies are getting overhauls back there tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name. Now, whatever the... The source of that is, I curse that. And that issue with the blood clotting, that they've been concerned about the blood clotting. There's someone, there's some, I don't know, you've been told, by, I think by medical science, that they're concerned about blood clotting. Well, th- there's something getting repaired in your system. And I don't know what, has to, I don't know what that takes. Uh, you just watch. You just watch. Somebody goes, well, should I come off my medication? No, they'll tell you when to do that. There you go. There's another dose of that. Just another wave of the Spirit of God on you, sister. Just lift your hands up and just take that. There you go. Now from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Total restoration by the power of God. Not by might, not by power, but by the Spirit of God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Every time you think about it, say, thank God i got total restoration. I've got total restoration. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well... Let's open our Bibles for a few minutes. If we're looking for the rain to fall, it's got to have some corn to fall on. You've got to have a lot of seed out there. The more rain, the more seed, the more harvest. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Goodness. Get in a place like this, you can go a thousand directions, and they'd all be good as long as they come out of the Bible. <clears throat> First Corinthians chapter 2 it says here, Paul writing here to the Corinthians by the Holy Ghost, or you could say God talking to the church at Corinth. He said, And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. Well, you ever stop thinking about a God? You know, God's got a testimony. You know, I mean, how many remember the days of the full gospel businessmen when, and everybody come and give a testimony? Yeah. You know, I was a rotten old sinner and I got saved. I'm a, you know, and and, and uh, you know that was just it was a wonderful move that we had amongst business persons. And um, you know, and and you know, like I said, we've all got a testimony. Like I said, man, I I, I, I you know I, I I was born in 1972. <laughs> on the inside, on the outside, it was a little earlier than that, but it. I became a new creature. Okay, I was lost and now I'm saved. Okay, I was a mess and now I'm a new creature in Christ. I am his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works. You know, I mean, I got a testimony. We've all got one. My wife's got a testimony. She got saved at the ripe old age of four. Yeah. From a life of sin and degradation.
1: <laughs>
0: Baptizing the Holy Ghost at eight. Is that right? You know, now that's the testimony. That's the way kids ought to grow up. Some of us weren't that smart. Okay. I had a spirit of stupid on me for a number of years, but I got rid of it. Could have got a few more amens out of that. But anyway, especially from my wife, but, 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 you know, we've all, we've all got our testimony. You know, I was raised in church. I walked with God all my life. You know, I never stepped out and did crazy things. And, you know, I, I've just walked with God. I always knew there was a, I knew God had his hand, hand on me and so on. That's, that's the best testimony. Then there's other ones where I said, well, I didn't have that experience. You know, I, I kind of messed up for a while and then God straightened me out. I got saved. I got born again. Or I walked with God for a while and then I backslid and got out and messed up a bunch. And, and, and I came back. First John one nine. if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I'm like the prodigal son. Man, I was out, living, I was out slopping the hogs and wishing I had their food. But I came back to God, came to myself. Hallelujah. So there's all different testimonies, but did you notice God's got one? Isn't that what Paul said? And I, brethren, when I came to you, came, came not with just a second here. Come out here for a minute. Hallelujah, Glow. This is a Holy Ghost meeting. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come Hallelujah. on, step up here, babe. I don't know why. Better watch her, though. Hallelujah. God's doing something. Watch her, watch her, watch her, watch her, watch <laughs> her. Hallelujah. Woo! Man, dose of something right there by the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Don't know what? Don't know why? Doesn't matter. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, let's give Him thanks. Paul said and I brethren when I came to you now if you notice he's talking about when he came to Corinth at the first okay he said brother, when I came to you you know I've had friends tell me friends you know you can disagree without being disagreeable you know eventually they'll figure out they're wrong but now (laughs) just joking okay but, you know, I've had friends tell me, well, I just don't, you know, I, I, this is a new day. I don't think we need to reach the lost with the supernatural. We need to bring them in, you know, be very, um, um, be very um, non-confrontational and just preach them a nice little bit of a gospel message and get them in. And then later on when they grow up and become mature Christians, then we'll introduce them to the supernatural. A friend of mine told me that one time. I said, why? Why? Well, you know, it's just, a, you know, I said, do you find that anywhere in the Bible? I said, man, that wasn't what they had in the book of Acts. They didn't wait until they were mature Christians to introduce them. They introduced them to Jesus by the supernatural. That's what Paul said. People say, well, it's a different day. Well, I just, last I checked, I'll just stick with the Bible the way it was written. And not try to add to it, take away from it, or modify it. But Paul wrote, now this when he's writing to the Corinthians. He's not talking about later trips. He's talking about when he first came to him. He said, and I, brethren, when I came to you. That's really meaning the first time. When I came to you, I came not with excellency of speech or wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. He said, so what's the testimony of God? Well, my testimony was I was lost and I got saved and now I'm a new creature of Christ. I'm on my way to heaven. What would God's testimony be? I had a creation. They got stolen away from me. I set up a plan of redemption. I sent my son to purchase them. And now I brought them back. And there's a bunch of new creatures in Christ. And there's going to be a harvest. And we're going to spend eternity all together. And I'm going to use the church to put on a show in the ages to come. God's got a neat testimony. But his testimony is basically the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. That's his testimony. I lost my creation, but I bought him back with my own precious blood. So when he's talking about, he's talking about when I came to you preaching the gospel, he said, And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or wisdom. If anybody could have come pontificating. What is that? I have no idea. It's just a neat word. Could have come with excellency of speech or wisdom. Could have come with degrees and abilities and, and eloquence and, and, you know, waxed eloquent. And if anybody could have done that, it was Paul. He was a Pharisee of the Pharisees. Man, the guy was trained. He was educated. He had the degrees of the day, had everything. But he said, when I came to you, he said, I counted, it all, I counted all of it as dung, is what he said. Yeah. King James. Yeah. Absolute worthless. He said, It stuff's not going to put me over. There's nothing wrong with it, but if you're leaning on that to get the job done, it's not by might, not by power, but by the Spirit of God. Yeah. Nothing wrong with mixing the two, but you sure don't want to leave out the supernatural. He said, And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God, for I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and Him crucified. He said, Man, I'm not trying to get fancy with you. He said, I'm giving you the basics Jesus Christ, Him crucified. Now, really, when he wrote this, basically, just prior to going to the Corinthians, he'd been to Athens. And if you go back and read about his trip to Athens, he went and he preached this wonderful message about the unknown God. And it was, it was cool. It was really great. But you don't see anything anywhere written about any signs, any wonders, any miracles, any healings, any demonstrations. You don't see that anywhere. And it's interesting that the one place Paul went where he didn't plant a church was the place he didn't have demonstrations of the Holy Ghost. So when he got done, I think he learned a lesson. I'm not saying he missed it. I don't want him to come and confront me on the other side. (laughs) He really disrespected me down there. I'm not going there. Okay? But what I'm saying is when he wrote, he he was in Athens, preached about the unknown God. And when he got done, they said, hmm, interesting. Maybe we'll come back and hear him again sometime. When he went to Corinth, he said, I learned my lesson. That was his next stop. He said, when I came to you, I didn't come with enticing words of man's wisdom. He said, but I came... word it again. He said, uh, uh, He said, And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but it was with what? Demonstration of the spirit and power. Why? So your faith won't be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. We're at a place right now in in, in our nation where there's just so much in the church where we've chosen our favorite minister. And all of our confidence is, I've got people, I know people. They've got two or three folks that they can quote anything they say. But then you ask them to give you a scripture, and they don't know any of them. So what the problem is, is when they need the power of God in operation, their confidence is all going to be in somebody that's preached their own wisdom to them, instead of in the power of God. If we don't have the power of God, if we don't have demonstration of the Spirit and power, we're going to have a generation of people that are basically bordering on idolatry because they've got more confidence in men than they do in God. And when that happens, when they need the power of God to heal their bodies, meet their needs, pay their bills, set them free from oppression, depression, or anything else, they're not going to know how to tap into it because they've never had it demonstrated. There's something, you you can get it preached, but i tell you, Paul didn't say, I just preached it, he said, I demonstrated it. I believe God's wanting to get into the church, not just to anoint our preaching, but to demonstrate what we preach. And as far as I'm concerned, if we'll keep pulling on that, God will keep manifesting that. (laughs) He said, and I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God, for I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and Him crucified. And I was with you in weakness. And in Paul, the Apostle Paul, Pharisee of the Pharisees, highly educated. He said, and I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. In other words, I realized what I can do is absolutely zip nada, nothing, without the Holy Ghost. Amen. I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling in my speech. Now, now notice he didn't bypass teaching and preaching. No. He didn't say, man, we just had a move of God. He said, no, and my speech and my preaching, my teaching and preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but it was with, with, with. So in other words, he, did, he still was teaching, he still was preaching, but he had a with in there. It came accompanying something. My speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but it was with demonstration of the spirit and power so that your faith won't rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. I am so convinced that God is about to start pushing into our realm. With demonstrations of the Spirit, demonstrations of power, so that we have, even if it's just a ragtag remnant to start with, a bunch of radical, half-crazy Christians that don't care what anybody thinks, not afraid of man, beast, or the devil, and want God's power and demonstration, raising up churches like this, where you just don't care, where people go, oh, you go to that church, and you go, yeah, I've got a button that says, I go to that church. (laughs) Hallelujah. That's not fresh. I got it from a friend of mine. But anyway. Oh, you go to that church. Yeah, you betcha. Hallelujah. And when it comes to where I need some help, my faith's not going to be in... What, God, what, what no, my faith's not going to be in what education can do my faith's not going to be in what government can do my faith's not going to be in what politics can do my, that, that's fine, nothing wrong with that but uh, if I put my faith there that's all my faith's going to lock into and all I get's what they've gotten usually that's limited yes, I got my faith in the power of God. When I need help, I know whom I believed and I'm persuaded he's able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. He who has begun a good work in me will perform it unto the day of my Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Come hell near high water, I win. Every devil comes at my door at the same time, camps out. I can open the door and go, you better make sure you want a piece of me today because greater is he that's in me than all of you put together at the same time. Every every devil in hell tried to stop the resurrection. Not only did they not stop it, they couldn't even slow it down. In fact, it was so big that Jesus came busting up out of there, destroyed him that had the power over death, that is the devil. Spoiled principalities and power, stripped them of all their armor, all their ability, all their weapons, and came up and he says, I'm he that liveth and was dead. Yes. And behold, I'm alive forevermore. Amen. And I have the keys of death and hell. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, he came, he came busting up out of there, destroyed, reduced to zero the devil, spoiled all of his army, stripped them of all their armor, chained them ankle to ankle, and marched them through three worlds—Heaven, Earth, and Hell—showing everybody. God put everything under His feet. That means everything under His feet. When kings would go to war, the conquering king would take the conquered king. And just to show everybody what happened, He'd take the conquered king, and He'd have him lay down on the ground. He'd put His foot up on that king's neck, and He'd, he'd let everybody know. He's whipped, and so is all of His army. When Jesus, when God put everything under His feet... He's demonstrating to heaven, earth, and hell that the devil was whipped, all of his armies whipped, Jesus stripped them of their power, and he came up with the keys of death. He, he plundered hell.
1: Amen. Yeah.
0: And then the Bible said, if the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, the one that raised him from the dead lives in you. If all hell couldn't stop the resurrection, all hell cannot stop you, because the one that raised him up is wall to wall in you. Yeah. Woo! Hallelujah! I'm wall to wall. Resurrection. I'm wall to wall. Man, I'm not wall to wall carpet. I'm wall to wall. Holy ghost. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, but the devil said, I don't care what he said. I like what T.L. Osborne said. When the devil shows up, you do all the talking. Yeah, but you don't know what the devil said. No, and I don't want to. He's got nothing new. I don't know to It's not what, what the devil said. What do you say? That's right. Amen. What do you say? Amen. No weapon formed against me can prosper. Amen. Since God before me, who can be against me? I've been healed for 2,000 years. My God supplies all my need. Amen. 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 Glory. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm trying to get to something. Bless
1: the Lord. Just,
0: right. just at 9, tell me, get the kids. We'll do the other later. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. We can start and stop here. This is, this is one of those trains that just doesn't stop moving. So... Hallelujah. But now look at this. He said, Not brethren when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or wisdom. He could have. He could have, but he knew that's not going to set the captive free. Excellency of speech or wisdom. My wisdom's not going to set folks free.
1: No. No. No, it sure ain't.
0: I might have some. But my wisdom's not going to set the captive free. And 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 if it even if it does, when they needed to get free again, they gotta come find me. Because that's where they lock their wisdom in. That's where they lock their faith in. Excuse me. But see, he said, I didn't come to you with enticing words of man's wisdom, but I came to you. Demonstration of the Spirit. He could have come with the other, but he knew what would work. He knew what would set the captive free and keep him free. Demonstrations of the Holy Ghost. Now, isn't it interesting? He really doesn't go into great explanation of what that was. He doesn't tell us what all these demonstrations were. But yet, if you go through, when he wrote to the Thessalonians, he said, when I came to he said, I came not only with the Word, but with the Spirit and assurance of the Holy Ghost. Yes. Holy Ghost backing it up. Yes. I came with the Word, I came with the Spirit, and I came with demonstrations of the power of God. Yes. When the author, we guess it to be Paul, if not, it's sure somebody that came up under him, that wrote the book of Hebrews, chapter 2, I believe it was, says, uh, talking about the disciples, said, God also bearing them witness... Both with signs, wonders, diverse miracles, and distributions of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Acts 2 verse 22 says, Jesus, a man approved of God among you by signs, wonders, and miracles, which God did by him. Yeah, but that was Jesus. I know, but then Jesus delegated that to the church and said, what I do, you ought to do. He didn't do signs, wonders, and miracles and then leave us helpless, hopeless, and orphaned. The same spirit, Jesus never worked a miracle the first 30 years of his life until the Holy Ghost came on him. And then he said, the spirit of the Lord's upon me because he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Sent me to heal the brokenhearted, preach deliverance to the captives, recovering of sight to the blind, set at liberty them that are bruised, and preach the year of jubilee. He said, this day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. (laughs) Hallelujah. He never worked a miracle until the Holy Ghost came on him. And then he said, John 14. He said, the works that I do, she, believers will do also. And greater works than these shall he do because I go unto my Father. Because if I go unto my Father, I'll pray my Father. He'll send another comforter. The one that was on me is going to come on you. Hallelujah. In fact, not only will he be on you, he's going to be in you. Amen. Jesus never worked a miracle. He was the Word. But the Word never worked a miracle till the Holy Ghost came on the Word. That's right. You and I get full of the Word and let the Holy Ghost come on us. We are going to go out and plunder hell. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. church is just going to be a training base. We come in and watch it all happen, and then we head for the streets and go make it happen. Glory.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah! But now notice, notice, I don't know if I'm going to get through these or not, but we'll at least get started. Notice, actually, why don't we just take that quick break here for a minute, and then then we'll see what we'll notice. All right. Back to where we were here. You know, Paul said in... in, uh, and he said, My speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of men's wisdom, but demonstration of the Spirit and power. So, your faith, there's a reason we need the supernatural. We don't need it to be entertained.
1: That's right. Yeah. No.
0: You know, we don't need to be seeking the sign, no. but we need to have demonstration of the Spirit and power so that when difficulties come along, our faith is not in the wisdom of men, but it's in the power of God. Yeah. There needs to be demonstration so that when hell tries to show up and cause problems in our life, We can say, I know whom, not just I know what I believe, I know whom I believe. That's right. It's not just, well, I believe the Bible, I believe the book. No, I believe the one that wrote it too. I know whom I have believed. And I'm persuaded he's able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. That day may show up. Things may try to come along. The devil may try to stir things up. He's whipped, he's defeated, but he still tries to show up and cause problems. And when he does, there's a bold confidence my confidence, my faith is in not in the wisdom of men, but it's in the in the power of God. Well, why is it there? Because I've watched God heal bodies. I've watched him meet needs. I've watched him bring supply when there was no supply. I've seen him multiply the loaves and fishes. Well, brother, you know, that was just back in Jesus day. No happens all the time. Happens all the time. Maybe we don't see it here in America because at this particular point, thank God, we don't need it. But I'll tell you, you go to parts of the world where folks are, where where they run into situations like that. God multiplies the loaves and fishes or the oatmeal or whatever on a regular basis. Hallelujah. Oh, we could spend half the night just talking about that. Glory to God. Man, there's been places, anything Jesus did, it's been done again on earth by somebody in the body. People have walked on water. They've healed the sick, cleansed the leper, raised the dead, cast out devils. But once you see it, man, it's easy to believe for it. We, the church, we need to see these things in demonstration. And besides that, we ought to have a fresh testimony. We ought to, you know, going out and saying, i tell you, you can serve my Jesus. I've prayed for years and I've never seen the miracle, but I'll tell you, you serve God. You can have the same thing. Oh, great. You know, everything's always gone wrong. I've never gotten any help. Never seen a miracle. Never gotten one. You know, serve God. You can have what I got. Thank you. But when you can go in and go, I tell you what, let me tell you what's going on in our church. People get healed in their bodies. Cancers disappear. Needs are met. God, God blesses people. God blesses people when there's no way to get blessed. God gets people jobs when there are no jobs. People run out of food, man. They, they we get reports. God's multiplied the, the, the food. You come out with a fresh testimony say, man, this is not just hearsay. I've watched it. I've watched it. I got so, I, I got so pumped when I used to work for Brother Hagin. I'd get so pumped. I, I, I was his catcher. You don't get any closer to the healing anointing than that. And you don't get any better view of people getting healed than that. Did that for a number of years. Man, I'd catch people. He'd lay hands on them. If they fell out, my job was to catch them, give them a padded landing, then help them back up and, uh, But I'm telling you what, boy, I tell you, at that point, it was so easy to witness to people because I'd say, man, I was in a meeting the other night and saw two people come out of wheelchairs. You know, I was in another meeting. Somebody came in with multiple sclerosis. I saw them. They went back home, looked the same. They came back to the meeting three nights later and they came walking in perfectly healed and whole and healthy. I've watched people get their deaf ears open. I've seen blind eyes open. Man, it's easy to share Jesus with people when you got a fresh testimony, even if you didn't Work it yourself, Ben, But you watched it happen. Woo, That's good stuff. Hallelujah. And the world's looking for something that works. But he said, I came with a demonstration of the spirit and power. Now, he didn't really say what all that meant. But, uh, you know, we could take some pretty good guesses on things. You would go back through. My goodness. There are some unusual things that took place. You can do a study in the book of Acts. Almost every chapter in the book of Acts has some kind of manifestation of the supernatural. And if the church had that for the first 28 chapters, then we better have it for the 29th chapter. (laughs) But my goodness, you know, people getting their bodies healed. The man at the gate called beautiful, never taken a step in his life, suddenly running, leaping and praising God. It wasn't a process of six months to get better. It was apparently within about six seconds. He's up never having to take. I mean, the atrophy of the muscles, there had to be no muscles. 40 years old never taken a step in his life. He's not just crawling around, he's running, he's leaping and he's praising God. That's a dose of the supernatural. I mean, I've seen folks in other nations. I've seen them in Crusades. I've seen them in places where they get a little better and they get a little better and then a couple days later they'll come back there a little better. Thank God. Not not taking anything away from that, but you look at this fella. 40 years old. 40 years old. laid daily at the gate to ask alms, crippled from his mother's womb, never walked. Suddenly, Peter said, silver and gold have I none. I don't have what you want, but I've got what you need. I'm not giving you a couple nickels to go out and buy a you know, hot dog. Man, I tell you what, I'm going to give you something that will change the course of your life. You may have had people carry you and lay you here, but you're going to carry them back. <laughs> you know? Suddenly, running, leaping, never taking a step in his life. Had to have absolutely no muscle in his legs. Running, that's the power of God. Ran into church. I've seen people get healed and run off or Run off and never see them again. I could give you a list of people. Had a fellow come in one time and said, God told me to come to this church and I'd get healed. Instantly healed in a service. Instantly. Gave me the file of all the things wrong with his body. Instantly healed. Never saw him again. Well, maybe he's going somewhere else. I hope he's serving God. I don't know. But you know, here's a guy. He's smart enough when he got healed to run into the place where God hung out.
1: Amen. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's
0: good. <laughs> Prove all things and hold fast that which thou hast. Yes. When thou hast something, thou best hold fast to it. <laughs> Hang around where God hangs around. Amen. That's right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. But you go, I mean, I mean, the unusual demonstrations, demonstrations. And we ought not to just settle for entry level. Let's let God do whatever God wants to do as long as it lines up with the Bible. Yeah. My goodness. So you look over at the 8th chapter of the book of Acts. You know, Philip the Evangelist. You know, he goes to the city of Samaria and he preaches Christ and the whole city. Looks like the whole city gets saved because the whole city gave heed to those things which he spake, both hearing and seeing the miracles that he worked. Unclean spirits crying with a loud voice came out of many possessed with them. Many sick of the palsy and lame were healed. Great joy in the city. Only one. People can get happy. People get happy hanging around the bar. They'll get happy for 30 minutes and then cry for the next three hours. But they don't got joy. No, no joy. Happiness comes by situations or circumstances. Joy comes from the inside. The only thing to produce joy is the new birth. There's great joy in the city. Whole city must have got saved. So then God tells him to go out there to Gaza and he meets that Ethiopian eunuch and he gets him born again, baptizes him in water. And then what happens? He gets caught away. He gets caught away. I believe there may be some nations we may need to get into. You can't get there. They won't give you a visa. God's bigger than all that. Or some places you get in, they might not want to let you out. God's bigger than that. I'm not talking some weird, you know, demonic astral projection. I'm not talking that. I'm talking about the power of God grabbing hold of somebody and pulling them out of one situation where they can go and preach to somebody else. Hallelujah. Well, that was one instance. I beg your pardon. Back there. Remember back there when Elijah the prophet called for a drought? And then he went out and hid out there. He went to the river by the the brook Cherith and and the, the ravens fed him there. And then uh, the brook dried up, so he went into town, the Sarepta, and there was a widow woman there that took care of him. God multiplied the, 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 uh, the meal and the oil, and, and uh, must have multiplied the wood, too, because she still had to bake it. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, didn't say. But, um, you know, but remember, then God spoke to him. And uh, he said, go, go find Ahab. You know, Ahab, had a, he had a reputation. You go back one chapter, the 16th chapter of the book of 1 Kings, and said Ahab did more to aggravate God than any other king ever before How would you like that for a testimony? What would you do in life? I did more to tick God off than anybody has ever done in the human race. No, thank you. So? So he says, you go tell Ahab to get ready because it's going to rain. So he goes out there and he finds uh, Obadiah. Ahab's... Sidekick, And he says, you go tell Ahab I want to talk to him. He said, "Uh, no, 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 uh -uh. no, I'm not going to go get him. Just as surely as I go get him and bring him back, the Spirit of God will catch you away and you'll be gone. It must have been pretty common in his ministry to have God catch him away. I'm not talking about, oh God, I'm going to sit here until you catch me away. You're already halfway there. (laughs) Half gone. No. No, I'm not talking about trying to get God to do something. I'm believing to get caught away. I don't think Philip was believing for it. He's just believing to preach the gospel. Yeah. Let God take care of the details. Yeah. Right. But now. Yeah, I mean, but there's in the church world, there's a history of demonstrations of the spirit. My goodness. You go back through. Um, uh, there's a, a Bible school. I know in, in uh, actually where my wife went uh, in, in, in uh, Texas. Waxahachie. Waxahachie. <laughs> Did you go there too? I only went one year. You only went one year? She went two? Oh. You went two? Two and a half. Two and a half. Good thing
1: they didn't marry any of those A.G. boys. I'm telling you. Good thing they came out and got
0: Mark the perfect man. That's right. They decided to be scriptural. Mark the perfect man. In case you don't know, that's a scripture. Anyway. I, I know a fellow that went and talked to, there was an older lady that used to be an instructor there. He went, this this fellow we knew years ago, went and talked to this lady. He said, tell me what it was like in the old days, in the earlier days of Pentecost. And she, boy, that was like pushing the right button, man. She sat down, she started, she said, I'm telling you, she said, back in the early days, she said, we had the power of God. She said, the power of God would hit our classes. Mm. Power of God had hit our classes, said the teacher'd fall out into the power of God. Yeah. Students would all fall out of their chairs under the power of God. Whole class down under the power of God on the floor. Well, you know, another class is coming in. So finally they'd all get up and they'd head out of the classroom, you know, and they'd head across the, the, uh, the campus and said, Power of God had hit them again. She said, We had to keep white bed sheets handy. Because students would fall out under the power of God. And she said they didn't just fall out for two or three minutes and get up. They'd be down for two or three days at a time. She said there'd be bed sheets laid out across the campus with students under them. And she said when they came to, they'd get up and they would have had a vision of the mission field. And they knew where they were going when they graduated. And they'd rise up and they'd finish school and head for the mission field and shake a nation when they went. She said it was not uncommon for the fire department to come racing down the road to our campus. They'd come down there, man, they'd come up to a building, run off, get the hoses out because the building's on fire. People, neighbors had called it in. The roof was on fire. And they'd get out there to put the fire out and all of a sudden it disappeared because it wasn't the fire on the outside as the fire. It was the kind of fire on that bush that Moses saw when it was on the bush, but the bush wasn't consumed. Hallelujah. And it was on holy ground. Glory to God. Hallelujah. My goodness. You read about, what's that book? They told me their stories. Book about the kids that were involved in the Azusa Street. Their parents were in the meetings. These kids grew up around that. Later on, they brought their testimonies, gave them to a fellow. He compiled it into a book. These kids said they'd watch it. They'd watch it. They said the power of God would hit that. And they said, not only, you know, we think about the fire of God coming down on a building. They said, first the fire would go up, and then it would come down from heaven and meet in the middle. In other words, the praise and worship on the inside would go up and it'd pull the fire down from heaven. Ooh, now there's a revelation. Oh, Lord, let the fire fall. No, Lord, let us, let the, let us send the fire up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They said the glory of God, manifested presence of God, the cloud of glory, like they had in the tabernacle in the dedication of Solomon's temple, when the priests couldn't stand to minister by reason of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord had filled the house of God. Second Chronicles, 5th chapter. That same cloud, if they can have it in the Old Testament, we can sure have it in the new. The church ought to be a place where the glory of God manifests. It does, but it's going to be seen more and more. The glory of the latter house shall be greater than the former, saith the Lord of hosts. <laughs> Hallelujah, Get ready for it
1: yes.
0: then I remember a meeting we were in. Uh, Jen and I were there with David. We did a meeting I'm thinking it was in Georgia. We were in a meeting Atlanta. in Atlanta, and we went back to finish the Holy Ghost meeting. You know you don't have to be down on the floor chewing carpet, man. You can have a wild run the aisle jump the pew and swing from the chandelier meeting, and, but if it's, if it's by the Holy Ghost, yeah. God'll move in. Yeah. And we went back, turned it over to the pastor, turned around, and the whole, what, top, top, like, four feet of the building, just filled with a, it looked like the place, we thought it was on fire. The place was just filled with a cloud in there. Been in meetings where the glory would come in. And I, I'm trying to head down the aisle to pray for somebody, and suddenly the cloud, the glory cloud, would just come in so strong, you couldn't see where you're going. Oh, I love that. Because when that presence comes in, something unusual is going to happen. <laughs> But they said in Azusa Street, the kids said the glory of God was there so often, so much, so strong. They said it was there so much. They said they'd, they'd play in it. They'd play hide and seek in the glory. Oh, I wouldn't want to offend God. I th- he probably thought it was cool. He loves kids. They'd play hide and seek. They, <coughs> excuse me. They'd take jars and try to put some of that in a jar to take it home. They said also when that cloud moved in, that glory cloud. We think about people in Azusa getting baptized in the Holy Ghost, speaking in tongues. Yeah, but it went way beyond that. Demonstrations of the Spirit. Yeah. That's what sets some things in motion. That's why the Pentecostal denominations are still going today, 100 years later. Because they started out with that in their foundation. Yeah. Not just the Word, but the Holy Ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah.
0: <coughs> They said when that cloud moved in, they said folks would always come in. They'd have a section in the back where people could come in in wheelchairs. The kids knew when that glory moved in, that presence, the anointing's what destroys the oak. When that presence came in, they'd go back there and they'd start grabbing hold of people and pulling them out of wheelchairs. The kids—that'll mess you up for life in a really good way. Man, they'd grab people and pull them out of wheelchairs. The kids did this demonstrations of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah, glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, man. They said back in that at the school, they said they'd have you know some kind of exercise, athletic events or something, and said sometimes somebody'd break, fall and, and break a bone. Well, they said we didn't have insurance, we didn't you know we didn't have anything to do. We, we couldn't get him to a doctor. Didn't even hardly believe in it in those days. They said we'd just lay hands on them and pray for them, They'd get up on their feet and the bones would go back into place. Heard about one where they somebody broke a leg and the bone came out through the skin bone was sticking out. They laid hands on them, prayed for them, used the name of Jesus on them. They said, you watch that bone go all the way back in, come into place, and the skin heal up right in front of their eyes. Man, I've heard reports. Now, I can't verify it because I wasn't there, but I don't doubt it. Heard reports of there were some companies of men as far back as World War I. They're in, 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 in the battlefield and uh, they believed in the power of the life of God working in you. They believed God for miracles. And they said there was this company of men. They went through the entire World War One, and not one of them ever got killed. But they said they'd get shot. And before they could fix the wound, the bullet hole would heal up. Ah, oh, that's just a little far out. Works for me. If Jesus could take Malchus's ear... Pick it up off the ground after Peter cut it off and stick it back on his head. He could sure heal up a bullet hole. I'm telling you, before the church gets out of here, we're going to have demonstrations of the Holy Ghost. And it's going to bring glory to God, lift up the name of Jesus, bring blessing to humanity. It's not going to elevate some human and make him famous. If it starts making some human famous, I wonder about the validity of it. But when it brings glory to God, lifts up the name of Jesus, I'm all for that. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And I mean, the first major sign in the church was when all of a sudden, man, the Holy Ghost fell and 120 believers got rip-roaring, drunk in the Holy Ghost. Refreshing. God started the church out with a refreshing. God's going to end the church up with a refreshing. We're not going to go out. We are not leaving the world, running out of our caves where we've been burying food and burying weapons and burying water and all this for the going through the great tribulation. Tribulate if you want. I'm going in the first load. Hallelujah. We're not leaving in a cloud of dust. We're leaving in a cloud of glory. The same cloud that took the head up is taking the body up. Jesus didn't go up in a dust cloud. He didn't go up in a cumulonimbus. Dorothy and Toto, it wasn't a tornado that took him up. (laughs) No, what cloud took him up? The glory. And the cloud that took the head up is the one that's going to catch the church up. The body. Hallelujah. Might as well get used to the glory because one of these days we're going to step over into it and I'll fly away. Oh, glory. (laughs) Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, we just ought to. We just ought to have a good, refreshing time here tonight. Glory to God. You know, you have to just shut it off somewhere because you never get to the end of a meeting like this. But let's all stand to our feet. Signs, wonders, and miracles. Signs, signs are things that get people's attention. God's in the sign business. He's in the sign business. God will do some things just to get people's attention and love on them. In Oklahoma, we've got these places called Brahms. Hallelujah. I get a witness just thinking about it. Yeah. Hallelujah. I worked there I went to Did you? They're ice cream stores. They got a lot of other stuff now, but I'm telling you what, you know, just it's so good. They've got hot fudge milkshakes and oh man.
1: Just, and I
0: know none of it's fattening, but, but you know, they, they're smart because when, when Oklahoma, you know, when, it, when we get our like 100, 105 degree heat in the summer, they put, they put signs up 40 foot banana split. You didn't even know you are hungry until you saw the sign. But they don't stop there underneath. It'll say, next exit, turn right, go half mile. I mean, you got the attention and you got the direction. My car has an autopilot. Our church, when they want to do something special for me, they give me a book of, they they give me a Brahms gift card. (laughs) Hallelujah. Thank God for treadmills. But anyway. But God does some things. Or are you just cruising along through life, and everything's just going wrong, and you cruise through life, and all of a sudden, God will put a sign up in front of you. Somebody gets healed in their bodies. God works a miracle somewhere. God will do something as a sign. And then that gets your attention, and then the instructions come. Tells you where to go to church where you can get some more of that. Wonders. That's when God does something that makes everybody wonder. There was a fellow, I remember Brother Hagan. I don't remember the exact details, but Brother Hagin used to talk about a guy that, that um, um, had a horrible accident, I think in the oil fields years and years ago, fell down in an oil rig and, and, you know, and, and basically went to heaven. And Brother Hagan called him back, wouldn't let him stay, used the name. Anyway, I believe that's the case where the fellow, uh, uh, when he came to, I mean, he had every bone in his body broken. When he came to, I think Jesus had appeared to him, hadn't he? He said, said, you can't stay. And when he woke back up, every bone in his body was healed. Now, I don't know if that was the one or if it was another one, but somebody had smashed their elbow. That was him. It was him.
1: Brother
0: Haines. Brother Haynes, yeah. that's right. Yeah. And, and every bone in his body was healed except his elbow. It wasn't just broken, it was crushed. There wasn't a joint to heal up. It was just his elbow was crushed. Well, when they checked it out... They said, you know, they checked it out. And he said, well, it seems to be okay. And they said, well, no, you can't bend it. He goes, well. And if I remember correctly, they said, no, your elbow can't work. It can't work. He said, well, it does. And they said, well, we're going to put you on disability because you don't have an elbow. You're you're on disability because it won't work. And he said, I don't need disability. They said, it can't work. Here's the x-ray. There is no joint there. There is not a joint.
1: Wow.
0: I can't help that. And he tried, he tried, if I remember correctly, he tried his best to talk him out of the disability. I do not want the disability checks. I'm fine. They said, you can't be fine. You're getting a check whether you like it or not. All right. Spent the rest of his life with a continuous wonder with an elbow working where there was no elbow. God's a sign to get people's attention that's a wonder where people go I wonder how God does that I wonder how that works I don't know and then miracles miracles are just violations of natural laws that's when God does something that wouldn't get done if God didn't do it get ready for miracles Oftentimes they're in the creative order how's your back doing where's the pain no pain at all you can move your neck you can move your back see you stop thinking think that's a miracle because it's not just a healing. If there's deterioration, that means God just recreated what was disintegrated. Get ready, for, get ready for miracles. Organs being replaced where they've been taken out. Jesus healed the maimed. Maimed means dismembered. Jesus put body parts back.
1: Hallelujah.